We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. It's time to talk hockey with the guys in the know. It's the Panthers Insider Show, right here on the Florida Panthers Radio Network. Welcome in to the Florida Panthers Insider Show on the Florida Panthers Radio Network. My name is Chris Whittingham, joined by the radio voice of the Florida Panthers, Doug Plagans. We're coming down the home stretch. We've got just one game left of Florida Panthers hockey. And coming up on today's show, we'll look ahead to tonight's game for the Panthers against the New Jersey Devils. Look back on the week that was as the Panthers took on Boston, Washington, and Islanders in a profitable week for your Florida Panthers. We'll hear from Panthers head coach Bob Bugner later on in about 10 minutes from now. Then coming up, we'll hear from Florida Panthers defenseman Aaron Ekblad, who recently joined Doug and Jamison Olive on the Territory Talk podcast. We'll also hear Doug's conversation with Panthers captain Alexander Barkov. And coming up later on in the hour to preview tonight's game, we'll be joined by Panthers radio analyst Billy Lindsay. Doug Plagans, live from BB&T Center. How are you doing, sir? Doing great, Chris. How's everybody doing? Hope everybody's uh, having a good morning here and uh, also hope to see you out at the BB&T Center tonight, Panthers and the New Jersey Devils. It's going to be a 7 o'clock face-off here at the BB&T Center this evening. Panthers uh, game 82 of 82, wrapping up the regular season here tonight, wrapping up the campaign here this evening, and uh, it's the third and final matchup of the season against the New Jersey Devils. It's Fan Appreciation Night presented by Walmart. Always a great event. Lots of giveaways. You want to make sure you're here inside the arena for tonight's game. So Panthers and the Devils, 7 o'clock face-off. We'll hit the air for the pregame across the radio network beginning at 6.30, but we'd love to see it down here at 954-835-PuckFloridaPanthers.com, Ticketmaster.com for tickets. And, folks, with this being the last game of the season, reminder that 1920 season tickets are on sale now. Season ticket holders receive exclusive benefits, including priority access to BB&T Center concerts, merchandise discounts in Pantherland, and more. To enter the territory, go to FloridaPanthers.com or call 954-835-PUCK. Ticket representatives are standing by. And I know, Chris, before we get too far into the program, uh, we've had uh, a lot of Panthers Insider shows this season, every Saturday through the whole season. And we want to thank uh, every single person who's had a hand in, uh, in making it all possible. And, uh, again, just a big thanks to everybody who's been involved all season long from uh, from uh, I know Chris I want to thank you and I want to thank uh, I want to thank that. Kevin Rogers who's been uh, who's been with us for a lot of the shows as well all of our guests Manny Chang our, our producer in the studio back there and everybody at all of our radio affiliates we thank you all very much for uh, helping make it possible all season long and we want to say thanks to everybody tonight uh, big thanks to all the listeners of course and all the fans who've been out with us at the BB&T Center this season we hope to see you out one last time for the 18-19 season tonight when the puck drops at 7 o'clock. Panthers and the New Jersey Devils. It's Fan Appreciation Night. 
coming to you from uh, the BB&T Center this evening. And uh, Fan Appreciation Night presented by Walmart, 7 o'clock face-off, 954-835-PUCK, FloridaPanthers.com, Ticketmaster.com. Get your tickets if you don't have those already. It's always one of the most fun nights of the year. Lots of giveaways, like I said, so you don't want to miss this one tonight. It's a Fan Appreciation Night. Panthers and the Devils and a chance to see some history, Chris. I know this is something we're going to talk about throughout the hour, but Alexander Barkov sitting in a tie with Pavel Bure, 94 points this season for Barkov. That's tied for the most points in a season by a Panther. Jonathan Huberto got up to 90 points last game, so this is the first time in Panthers history that we've had a pair of Panthers with 90-point campaigns. A lot of different milestones. Mike Hoffman, of course, on 35 goals. Third Panther to ever score 35 in a season. Keith Yandel has set a new record for points in the season by a Panthers defenseman and for power play points by uh, a Panther in a season. So lots of uh, lots of good uh, franchise records have, uh, have fallen this year, and there's the possibility that with one point, Alexander Barkov, could uh, could go into first place all time on that uh, on that list of most points in a season by a Panther. So that's certainly uh, that certainly bears watching going into tonight. Uh, and again, just uh, a great night here at the BB&T Center with fan appreciation night. So that's what we have seven o'clock tonight, six thirty pregame across the radio network. Chris, I know it's uh, always uh, a great night, fan appreciation night. And again, I know we said a lot of it, but huge thanks to to everybody who's uh, worked on the Panthers Insider Show, our broadcast this season, everybody out there, of course, who has tuned in all season, and everybody who's joined us here at the BB&T Center all year. Yeah, and Alexander Barkov sitting on 94 points, but 60 assists as well. It's been an incredible campaign for him. And as you said, Doug, going for 95. And, I mean, it's a little bit crazy to ask for a six-point night, but are we that far away from Barkov getting to 100 points? Maybe with a few more in previous games he could have gotten there. But uh, still, it should be incredible to see if a Florida Panther can reach a franchise milestone tonight. But we have to look back on the week that was for the Florida Panthers. Three games in the last seven days since we last spoke to you last Saturday morning. Morning. It began in Boston when the Florida Panthers were taking on the Boston Bruins. And the Florida Panthers would have a profitable first period of play. Florida Panthers in the TD Garden taking on the Bruins on this day. We get the scoring started with Riley Chan. Puck goes out to that right point. Keep the handle across the line. Far side, a drive from Hunt. And they score! It rattles in and the Panthers have taken a 1-0 lead here in Boston. You hear the commentary there from Doug Dryden Hunt with the shot, but Riley Shea in there to deflect in. Keith Yandel also in on the assist along with Hunt, and it would be one nothing to the Florida Panthers at that point. But a couple of minutes later, the Panthers would be adding to their lead. Uberto inside the line, right side. Ekblad makes a move, a shot, save the rebound. They score! Evgeny Dadnov on the rebound, and the Panthers take a 2 nothing lead. And it would be Evgeny Dadnov's 27th of the year, but he would not be done. Ekblad and Huberto in on the assist into the second period. Boston would score to make it 2-1. And then the Panthers would actually have to go on the penalty kill as it would be Jonathan Huberto to the box for interference. But a rare feat for the Panthers this year. They get a shorthanded goal. In comes Pasternak. Matheson took it away from him. A nice play with the stick, and he's able to rip it out to center. Now a foot race down to our right. Brower in there, right circle. shot. He scores! A short-handed goal from Troy Brower. Top shelf beats Rask, and the Panthers once again are up by two. 
You give up the goal, you take a penalty, and you're thinking this game might be a little hairy, but instead it goes the other direction. Troy Brower with his 11th of the year from Mike Matheson, and shorthand of the Panthers would lead into the second intermission by three goals to one. And then late on in the game, Boston Bruins chasing, and the Panthers would be able to lock down the two points with the fourth goal. And he's knocked over by Matheson. Here's Huberto on the empty net. Huberto off to the near side, floats it in front. Dadnov into the empty net. He scores! And the Panthers take a 4-1 lead. And Doug, what a performance from the Panthers on the day in the TD Garden. Again, uh, that, that late second period stretch looked like Boston was going to get back into the game, but that shorthanded goal was massive. It was a huge shorthanded goal. It was the turning point in the hockey game when Troy Brower scored that uh, that shorthanded tally for the Panthers. And the Panthers just played uh, a great, uh, a very sound, very disciplined 60-minute game in that one against the Boston Bruins. Now, you mentioned, Chris, that there were stretches where Boston was able to get some momentum going in their favor. And it's the National Hockey League. Every team's going to push back at some point in time, especially when that team is uh, is a team that's as talented as the Boston Bruins playing on their home ice. They're going to find a way to, to get some flurries from time to time. They have too much talent to be held off the board entirely, but the Panthers were able to keep them in check, and they won that game by a 4-1 score. The Troy Brower shorthanded goal was really where the Panthers took the upper hand for good in that one, but uh, Roberto Luongo was locked in in that game and, and uh, came up with some huge saves. Look back to a couple of them specifically on, on uh, Brad Marchand, for example. There was a, a huge save during that hockey game. Luongo got across and got the left pad out on one, but uh, but overall, just a great full team effort in that one and uh, scoring coming from different sources. We've talked so much about Alexander Barkov and Jonathan Huberto, but Evgeny Dadanov, the third member of that line here for a good chunk of the second half of the season, he's had a, a heck of a run as well. He's up to 28 goals overall this season. So uh, a great, uh, great, great game top to bottom for the Panthers in that one against Boston. They've played the Bruins tough all season. No different in, the, in that one. The Panthers picking up the 4-1 victory, and that was their second straight win at the time. Yes, indeed, and they would try to make it three in a row as we'd move to a game at BB&T Center against the Washington Capitals. This one taking place on Monday night, and the Panthers would really get off to a flying start in the first period. Frank Vetrano would make it one nothing with his 24th of the year, Sevier and Borkstrom on the assist. Then in the second, Florida Panthers absolutely exploding. Jonathan Huberdo, Vincent Trocek, and Troy Brower all scoring. Another shorthanded goal, by the way, Trocek with that third goal for the Panthers. Alexander Barkov with a pair of assists in that second period as well, again, continuing on his way towards a franchise record in points. Troy Brower with his 12th of the year and second in as many nights. But in the third period, it would be the latter half of the third period that Washington would come racing back. First, Evgeny Kuznetsov with his 21st of the year to make it 4-1. Nicholas Backstrom making it 4-2 from Oshi and Ovechkin. Then Oshi would assist for Jakob Vrana to make it 4-3 with 2 minutes and 21 seconds left to play. Another finale that the Panthers would have to hang on and they would get that goal. Vincent Trocek with his 10th of the year and second on the night to make it 5-3 but that third period was quite a finale Doug 
in uh, another you know a case like uh, like the Boston game as well uh, and the only difference in that game was that Washington was able to put a few in the net but uh, the Washington Capitals they had a flurry at uh, you know at that late stage of the hockey game but the Panthers were able to hold them back they were able to get that empty net tally and uh, and preserve the victory but of course Frank Vetrano adds to his career high in goals is 24th in that one of Vincent Trocek's shorthanded goal that gave the Panthers shorthanded goals in back-to-back -back games Troy Brower scored for the third straight game in uh, in that one as well you mentioned the assist that Alexander Barkov is piling up and it's not often that you see a kind of a race like this but Remember that uh, Victor Kozlov previously had the record for assists in a season by a Panther. That was set back in the 99-2000 season. Well, this season, that mark of 53 has been broken twice, and uh, it's in the distant rear view at this point. Uh, Jonathan Huberto has the team lead and franchise record for assists in a season with 61. Right behind him is Alexander Barkov, so that's something else that bears watching going into tonight's game when the Panthers wrap up the campaign against the New Jersey Devils. You've got a, a team record that's been broken twice and quite honestly Chris with uh, such a slim margin there it could end up going either way between uh, between Barkov and Hurdo as far as, far as that uh, that single season mark for assist by a, by a Panther is concerned again Hurdo 61 Barkov 60 going in tonight he had a multi assist game in that game against Washington back uh, back on Monday but uh, just so many great offensive stories and numbers to uh, to uh, tell you about heading into this one but the Panthers Back-to-back -back wins there. Uh, well, that was their third straight win, but uh, wins over uh, a couple of really tough teams in Boston and then the defending Stanley Cup champion Washington Capitals, who the Panthers actually swept in the season series. Panthers took all three from Washington this season. They were all very tight games, but uh, the Panthers, they always play the Capitals tough, and they took all three this season. And actually, you mentioned the offensive story, 264 goals uh, through 81 games for the Panthers. That's actually eight more than Boston, who are currently sitting on 107 points. So it has been that offensive prowess the whole year long that has been the strength for the Panthers. But it would not be the case on Thursday night as the Panthers would play host to the New York Islanders. It would be a low-scoring affair. We'd go scoreless in the first. Brock Nelson would make it one nothing to the Islanders in the second. But the Panthers would be able to force overtime as Jonathan Huberto would get a third period power play goal in 725 will remain here in the third 108 in the penalty against Thomas Hickey a one nothing Islanders lead here in the late stages Panthers with a big opportunity long feed Huberto off to the races cuts in low shot he scores Jonathan Huberto on the power play has tied the game he beat Grice five hole it's one to one and Huberto's 29th of the year on the power play assist go to Keith Yandel and Sam Montembeau who would get in on the assist and then the game would go to overtime in the three-on-three. Three. No distance separating these two teams. would go to a shootout, and Brock Nelson would beat Sam Montembeau for the only goal of the shootout. Panthers have to settle for the point. It's seven points in their last from their last available eight for the Florida Panthers, but a tight affair at BB&T Center on Thursday night, Doug. And you kind of expected that uh, the New York Islanders don't give up a whole lot. The Panthers were able to muster. Uh, they were able to hit that 30-shot plateau against Thomas Grice. He was very sharp during uh, during regulation, during overtime, during the shootout as well. Both teams had big chances in overtime. Both goaltenders made big saves. It kind of turned into uh, a goaltender's duel. And I mentioned Thomas Grice there, but 
Panthers goaltender Sam Montembeau, he just continues to impress. The 22-year-old had uh, had a great showing there, stopped 35 of 36 in that shootout loss to the Islanders back on Thursday and also picked up his first career assist in points. So congratulations to him, another NHL first there. And overall, just a, a very impressive body of work for him in his first stint in the uh, National Hockey League uh, as far as, you know, having seen him make his NHL debut this year. Last year he was called up for a short time, didn't get into any game action but this season uh, finished with uh, an individual mark of 4-3 and 2 looked very sharp out there and every night the uh, you know the the fundamentals the athleticism he's got it all and and also just uh, I think what impressed a lot of us so much was just his calmness his composure down there for a young guy playing a, a difficult position in the National Hockey League just uh, really great to see and he's one of the Panthers top prospects and it was great to see him uh, you know be able to show what he can do and also on Thursday uh, happy birthday to Roberto Luan. Panthers goaltender didn't play on Thursday, but uh, celebrated his 40th birthday on Thursday. So uh, certainly a happy birthday to Roberto Luongo back on Thursday. And the Panthers, as you said, finished a run where they had seven of eight points. And uh, coming off that big game that uh, Sam Montebo had 35 saves last time out, Panthers look to put an exclamation point on uh, the uh, schedule tonight as they have one game left. It's going to be against the New Jersey Devils tonight at 7 o'clock. We hope to see everybody at the BB&T Center for Pan Appreciation Night this evening. 954-835-PockFortaPanthers.com, Ticketmaster.com for tickets. But now uh, some thoughts from Panthers head coach Bob Bugner as the Panthers prepare for tonight's game against New Jersey. Caught up with him yesterday after practice and uh, asked him about the importance first of finishing strong to the regular season. Uh, just again finishing strong i think uh yesterday we liked our second half didn't like our first half um you know we got to learn from that some teams that are you know we're playing a different kind of game tomorrow it's a uh but when you when you go up against a team like the islanders and they're fighting for uh position and and, and who they're going to play here in the next few days i think uh real important that you have to match that intensity and you can see they uh they're playing that playoff style of hockey and then so we talk about with our guys that we're going to take the next step as a team. We got to be prepared to do the same thing. We got to be prepared to put pucks in and not turn pucks over and grind it down. And I think we did that the second half and not the first half. So it was a um, it was a good measuring stick. I think it can say for our team of, of where we're at and where we need to get to. In terms of Sam Montembeau's game, just uh, you know his game last night and just his overall body of work here. How would you assess and, and kind of grade his uh, performance here? Yeah, he was he was probably his best game I thought last night as uh, as a Panther, and I thought that. Uh, um, you know, again, he's faced a lot of different games, whether we've been good or bad in front of him, different buildings, all that thing. I think that uh, um, he's matured a lot in his game, his, in his work ethic, uh, his preparation. And, uh, you know, and we talked a lot about uh, him, uh, um, you know, figuring out how to be a, a, a full-time uh, good goalie in, the, in this league. And you can see it's a real good start for him. He finished off last night on a great note. So uh, some thoughts there from Panthers head coach Bob Bugner, not only on finishing the season strong tonight against the New Jersey Devils, but also on Sam Montembeau and what he showed during his time with the Panthers. And, of course, it was announced yesterday by uh, Panthers president of hockey operations and general manager Dale Talon that the Panthers loaned uh, not only Montembeau, but Jace Howerluck and Dryden Hunt to the uh, Panthers American Hockey League affiliate, the Springfield Thunderbirds in uh, Springfield, five games left this season. So a chance for uh, for those three players to get even more game action. Dale Talon said, we're proud of how Jay Stride and Sam competed for our club this season. Their impact to our lineup is indicative of their development and the work they put in playing for Springfield in the American Hockey League with the Thunderbirds having five games remaining. We wanted Jace, Dryden, and Sam to have the chance to play more games and contribute 
to a strong finish to Springfield's season. So uh, the three of them go back to the American Hockey League, but uh, but they all made their mark in the National Hockey League this season. All were uh, good, very good contributors for the uh, for the Panthers during their time here with the uh, with the NHL team. So uh, they go back to the American Hockey League, but all three certainly made their mark this season. And uh, Sam Montembeau, you heard it from Bob Bugner right there, coming off uh, his best game in the NHL. In his mind, picked up not only 35 saves on 36 shots in that shootout loss, but also his first career assist in the game back on Thursday. So that sets the table for tonight's game. The Panthers will welcome in the New Jersey Devils this evening to conclude the season. 954-835-PUCKFloridaPanthers.com Ticketmaster.com. It's Fan Appreciation Night presented by Walmart. We hope to see you out here this evening. If you can't make it, we'll have it all across the Panthers radio network beginning with Panthers preview at 6.30 followed by the puck drop at 7 p.m. And folks, Adult Learn to Play is back for its second season. This program gives men and women with little to no hockey experience the opportunity to learn and enjoy the sport. Participants will receive 12 weeks of on-ice training and a full set of hockey gear with their registration. For more information and to sign up, please go to floridapanthers.com slash adult learn to play. Certainly a fun program. Know uh, a number of people who took part in it last year in the first edition of it and uh, certainly had great reviews, learned a lot, had a ton of fun. So adult learn to play. That's floridapanthers.com slash adult learn to play coming up for its second season. So be sure to go check out more information on that. We have some big stuff coming up uh, next segment, Chris, and we're going to continue building up to uh, tonight's game, Panthers and the New Jersey Devils. We'll have Bill Lindsay later in the program, but we're going to hear from a couple of the current Panthers coming up next. Yes, indeed. Coming up, you'll hear from Florida Panthers defenseman Aaron Eckblad and the record points man. At the very least, he's tied for the record with Paolo Burry. Tonight could be alone with the record in total points for a season in franchise history, sitting on 94 points. Alexander Barkov, we'll hear from him. Also coming up later on the show, hear from Florida Panthers radio analyst and former player Billy Lynn on tonight's game. But coming up next, it's Aaron Eckblad and Alexander Barkov on the Florida Panthers Insider Show on the Florida Panthers Radio Network. Insider Show, right here on the Florida Panthers Radio Network. Chris Whitting, I'm Doug Blagans here for the Florida Panthers Insider Show. Looking back on the week that was and looking ahead to the final game of the Florida Panthers regular season as they take on the New Jersey Devils tonight at 7 o'clock from the BB&T Center. Lots to get to still here on the program in about 15 minutes from now. We'll be talking to Billy Lindsay, radio analyst for the Florida Panthers. But, Doug, you had the chance to sit down with a couple of Panthers this week. I did, and we will get to uh, those conversations here shortly. Come out to the game tonight, Panthers and the Devils Fan Appreciation Night presented by Walmart, 954-835-PuckFloridaPanthers.com, Ticketmaster.com, Puck Drops at 7 p.m. tonight. So we hope to see you out here this evening, Panthers and the Devils, the BB&T Center. And, well, uh, every week during the season, during the offseason, all year long, you can catch new material on the Territory Talk podcast, the official podcast of the Florida Panthers, floridapanthers.com slash Territory Talk, iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Spotify. Those are all the places you can find it. And this week, our featured guest was Panthers defenseman Aaron Eckblad. Had a chance to catch up with him, and we're going to play a cut from that conversation. It's about a quarter of the conversation, so uh, you can check out the whole thing, floridapanthers.com slash Territory Talk. And here's Aaron Eckblad first talking about some things, some lessons, and uh, some 
some things he learned from past Panthers uh, captains and veterans and here talking specifically about Willie Mitchell. Yeah, I mean, uh, his biggest thing was just be a pro. Um, you know, you can't come to the rink any given day and say, you know, I'm not ready to play or, or I'm not willing to do what it takes to win. And, and uh, you know, on back-to-backs and stuff like that, when you're not really feeling it, you got to find a way to feel it and, and uh, simplify your game to the point where, um, you know, you're not working as hard maybe, but you're working smarter than you normally would. Um, because, you know, you don't always have the juice. I mean, we're playing 82 games a year, and, and uh, the best players in the world know how to manage their game when they're tired. Um, and uh, I think that's something that we all need to do maybe a little bit better. Does he still check in from time to time? Obviously, shoot you a text after a game or things like that, I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah I mean, Willie's kind of moved on from the game of hockey. Mm-hmm. Um, he checks in on more of a personal standpoint. <laughs> um, actually going to probably have dinner with him tonight, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we planned something. I'm not sure whether he still remembers, but uh, we'll see. <laughs> Um, but yeah, he, he checks in on a, a personal standpoint, you know, sometimes you'll say, Hey, how you doing? And you know, I'll say, yeah, we just lost a couple of games. He's like, I don't care about that. How are you doing as a person? Is that weird? I mean, this guy lived and breathed hockey his whole life and now he's kind of like, let's talk about dinner. Like, I don't care how you guys yeah. did last game. Yeah, yeah. He wants to talk about life and, and, uh, you know, in, in the grand scheme of life, you know, uh, he's moved on to, you know, bigger and better things, um, at, at this point in his life. I mean, obviously my life is all about hockey right now and, uh, and, and someday it won't be. And, and you know, you, you live a lot longer not playing hockey than you do, hopefully. Um, so uh, he's on to uh, bigger and better things. And, and uh, you know, he's always there uh, on a personal standpoint to make sure, you know, me as a person is, is good and okay and, and healthy and stuff like that. And I, I like that. I appreciate it. Is it kind of wild to look back and think that, you know, this almost your fifth season in, in the books here, that uh, does it feel like it's gone by quick? Yeah, it's crazy. Um, I think tomorrow is like 390 games, um, five years, uh, a lot of ups and downs, roller coasters, made the playoffs, um, you know, a lot of learning uh, lessons, curves, um, you know, things have gone and have not gone my way uh, personally. And, um, you know, just trying to learn and grow as a player and, and a person. Do you learn anything from Keith Yandel? Obviously, the NHL's reigning Ironman and watching him every day. Is there anything you learn from him as just in terms of staying healthy and just kind of being the best you can every game? Yeah. I mean, obviously, um, you know, you want to play as hard as you possibly can every night with, with still, um, you know, managing playing in every game. And that's, uh, that's obviously tough. I, I try not to hold anything back. If I can't play in 82, it's not the end of the world for me. Um, if I can play a little bit harder, for sure. And you talk about that. I mean, career high in hits right now this season. Last season was a career high in blocks. How are you kind of learning to kind of grow your, your physical game? Obviously, the offensive tools have always been there. This is your fifth straight season with 10 plus goals. That's just a big part of your game. But the physicality as a top ranked defenseman, it seems like you're really embracing that. Yeah, not so much physicality, but just uh, positioning and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I mean, uh, when it comes to blocks and hits and stuff like that, it doesn't mean so much to me as it, it does, you know, shutting down the other team's top line. Um, that's something that I've been entrusted with uh, the last couple of years. Uh, something that's not so easy. Um, you're going to get beat. Uh, you got to try and limit uh, those as much as possible. I mean, uh, playing against the best players in the world, you know, they're making highlight reels against the best defensemen every night. It's uh, it happens. So um, it's all about forgetting the last play and, and trying to um, just be in the right position at the right time and, and take away their options as best as possible and trying to keep them to the outside because. You know, they're such great players in this league. Like you said, you're out there, you know, 22, 23 minutes a night. Those things happen throughout a game multiple times at the good and the bad. How much of getting over that, like in the moment, is just coming from you within or your teammates maybe tapping on the shoulder and saying, hey, don't worry about it? Yeah, I mean, you need good support group. And I think we have that with this team. Um, nobody's just 
getting on you to get on you. You know, they understand that things happen in a game, and um, when you get beat, uh, hopefully your partner's there to back you up. And I think we we have that quite a bit on this team. Um, uh, you know, it's it's a battle playing its top lines. There's no doubt about it. And like I said, they're gonna they're gonna make good plays. It's all about being in position to either help your partner or be uh, in a support position on a different play. And what is it like, especially in the league nowadays, maybe so more so than years past, every single team, whether the top team in the league or the worst team in the league, at least has that really one powerful line. So it seems like every night you know you're gonna, you have that challenge. Yeah, I, I mean, uh, the hardest lines to play against are, are not the skill guys paired with skill guys. It's the skill guys paired with a, a power forward who's going to you know dump the puck in and, and hit you. I mean, those are the... The tough teams to play against because they got uh, a hard four checker, someone who can get that puck to the slot to the goal scorer, and, and that's uh, that's the tough lines to play against. Aaron Eckblad, right there on the most recent episode of the Territory Talk podcast. You can hear that FloridaPanthers.com/slash Territory Talk. That's the episode uh, number fifty-seven from this past week. Jameson Olive and I do Territory Talk each and every week, so be sure to check that out uh, again every uh, Wednesday. New material coming your way. Had a chance yesterday as well to catch up with Alexander Barkov, Panthers captain. The first thing I asked him was what it means to have his name mentioned lately alongside Pavel Bure. Yeah, of course, it's a really nice milestone, and you don't really think about that when season starts. And like I know, it's he 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 was a really good player and one of my idols when I was young. Like everybody loved the way he plays, his speed and skill, and the way he scores goals. It was awesome, and to be mentioned in the same sentence with him, it's it's unreal, unreal feeling. But I know it's gonna be even more unreal uh, later when. Maybe after the career, sit down and start looking what it, what happened. And I mean, it's going to be even nicer then. But right now, I just try to do my thing and get better every day and try to try to win Stanley Cup. That's my biggest goal in my life. And you and Jonathan Huberto, the last couple of months, uh, one, you know, been right up at the top of the NHL in points since the since the middle of February. How can you describe the just the the way that things have felt for you two out there on the ice? Can you can you even put it into words just how things have felt with you guys as a line, along with Evgeny Dadnov, all three uh, uh, putting up a ton of points here lately? Yeah, we just try to push each other forward, and I mean, we know we can we can score every game. We know we can play really well every game and be a difference in the game. And I mean, that's why we're getting minutes minutes on the ice to to do something there to score goals or play good defense. And I mean, we just try to push each other forward. Whether it's we score a goal, then we need one more. We're gonna push each other to score one more and create chances and play with the puck in their zone and try to keep the puck away from our zone and I mean it's, we're never satisfied we just like try to work as hard as possible and not to let the other guy down and of course there's going to be like nights when my legs are not there or daddy or Hubie and then other two we got each other's back and get each other like to be a little bit better every every shift. You and Hubie have uh, I mean he's he's been here the whole time that, that you've been here and you guys have a great chemistry on the ice. It's it's pretty clear just watching the two guys play that you feed off each other a lot. Did you feel that the you know the first time that you met Hubie or the first time you were on the ice with him, or was there a time where where you felt that things really clicked between you two? I mean, first couple of seasons were really young. I know he won the Calder Trophy. He had unreal first season. And I mean, I I came in the league. I was like, wow, this is NHL, and I'm just enjoying here. And I think first time when. 
We started like second season. We started playing together more and more. I know I played couple couple games with him in the first season, and my first goal I scored. He was he assisted that goal too. And but second season when we started playing, I think it was bad boys with us, and we got a good chemistry and started scoring goals and playing with the puck, like passing around. And then after that, Yager came in and we, we took like uh, another step and tried to learn from him. And he was like. He was kind of coach with us, like me, Hubie, and coach playing in the same line, and <clears throat> we we learned a lot from him. And Brad Boyce too; he was a really good veteran, been in the league forever, and played really well. So we learned a lot from those guys, and and we just kept playing together, finding each other on the ice, and of course it gets back in your head where okay, I got the puck here, Hubie is probably gonna be there or here, and like then it just we develop that. <clears throat> chemistry and I think we think the same same way about the game and so it's good for us both like we we both know what we want to do and we have same same things what we want to do so it's be a lot better is it kind of crazy to think about uh, this almost the end of your sixth year in the league does it feel like time's kind of flown by oh yeah I still remember like my first first game and feels like just just like it was a week ago or two weeks ago and I know there's still a lot of time but time goes by fast like you can't really think about like six it's been six years and it's really really fast but just like I said there's a lot of time but it goes by fast and first season with the C on your jersey I know you were it was uh, such an honor when you, you said when you first were named captain uh, how have you felt your first first season as a as a captain I feel good like I know it's not just me like all these these guys are making my life easier here and I mean we're <clears throat> a really good team like we have a really good chemistry in the team and in the locker room and we have fun every time we come here we work hard and have fun and try to be a little bit better every time and I mean of course those guys they make my life easier and especially like Troj, Jans, Hubie, Eki, those leaders Browse, McGinn and all the Lou like veteran guys they make my life easier here and I mean of course I'm gonna gonna grow up a little bit too and we're gonna we're gonna be fine and the last thing here some of the names that you just mentioned there and we've talked about you and you and Hubie a lot but between the two of you guys and and Trocek and Ekblad and and Matheson and uh, the young group of you guys that have really grown up in the National Hockey League together what's it been like to to share these experiences with a lot of those guys and you guys have all been here together and are going to continue to be a a part of the future here yeah it just feels like we're we're family not like family from one one parents but I mean like uh, we come here every day and I don't know how many time how much time I've spent with those guys and we, we just every time we come here we have fun and like to be around each other and of course you can see in those guys in those guys eyes that they want to win and they want to be better every day and they want to like get <clears throat> get better and develop in a really good players and win the Stanley Cup and I really I really believe that it's going to happen Great conversation there with Panthers captain Alexander Barkov who enters tonight's game with 94 points this season needs 1 point to break uh, or move into sole possession, I should say, a first place uh, as far as points in a season 
by a Panther are concerned. He sits tied with Pavel Burre's 94 points that he had back in 99-2000. So chance for him to uh, break a franchise record tonight. And, uh, of course, the Panthers wrapping up the season against the New Jersey Devils this evening at 7 o'clock. 954-835-PocFloridaPanthers.com, Ticketmaster.com, Fan Appreciation Night presented by Walmart. And we are going to continue previewing tonight's action straight ahead in our next segment, Chris. Yes, indeed. We're going to be joined by the radio analyst for the Florida Panthers radio broadcast, and that is Billy Lindsay. We'll preview tonight's game, look back a little bit on the week that was and some of the season that was as well for your Florida Panthers. That's coming up on the Florida Panthers Insider Show on the Florida Panthers Radio Network. Florida Panthers Radio Network. Chris Whittingham at Doug Plagans here for Florida Panthers Insider across the Florida Panthers Radio Network. Just one more game for your Florida Panthers, and that is tonight as the Panthers take on the New Jersey Devils from the BB&T Center. And Doug will continue to preview this one coming up here with Billy Lindsay. Well, Panthers and the Devils tonight, 7 o'clock face-off, 6.30 pregame. It's Fan Appreciation Night presented by Walmart. Hope to see you here, 954-835-PUCK, FloridaPanthers.com, Ticketmaster.com for tickets. And I believe we have Billy on the line right now, Chris. Yes, we do indeed. Joining us now is Billy Lindsay, the radio analyst for your Florida Panthers. Billy, how are you doing, sir? I'm doing good, Chris. Doug, everything good on your end? Everything is fantastic. Uh, very much appreciated. So, um, looking back on this previous run of game for the Florida Panthers, taking seven points from their last available eight, what's been working for them of late? Well, the Barkoff, you got to go directly to Barkoff and Huberto and what they've been able to do and dad and off. But you're starting to get some secondary production. Uh, Howard Luck and these guys who just got sent down to the minors, Dryden Hunt. Uh, they proved themselves and proved that they can fill out those bottom Two roles pretty efficiently for some young guys. They got a really good look. That was important. And the goaltending's been much better. Luongo's been consistent. Montebo was fabulous last game. So they're starting to fall into the things are starting to fall in place and the power play just continues to click. That power play, which has been second in the league all year, has been impressive and allows them just really to stay in games and allows them to win a lot of hockey games. And Billy, we've talked about it so much on the broadcast, but how special is it to see uh two players that are feeding off each other the way that Barkov and Huberto have been, especially here these last couple of months. We've always known they've had great chemistry, but these two have been up near the top of the NHL and scoring for the last couple of months. It's The run's been really impressive, and what they've been able to do is the ice lamps come down, uh, not a lot, not as much responsibility for Barkov at the defensive end, and the chemistry with Huberto was electric. Dadnoff opens up a lot of a lot of speed down that wing, opens up a lot of space. And they really just complement each other really well. And it's the start of better things to come. They're going to continue to grow and get better. And this is going to be one of the premier lines in the NHL, not for just this year, but for years to come. And you look around the team, they always seem to have that really dominant top line. Uh, Got to fill that in. Trocek, Hoffman, that, that bottom line, second line starting to fill out nicely. And Trocek seems to be getting healthier, starting to that ankle injury is tough to come off. But if you look up and down this lineup, the pieces are in place. They need to do a few things, tweak it in the offseason, a, a touch. But it's close, and Dale Talon's going to do that. Mr. Viola, the owner, is committed to spending and winning for this hockey team. So even though it's been a very disappointing year, uh, it's got to come around. It's a big offseason, and the potential that we see from Hubro and Barkoff is just going to continue to grow. 
And, Billy, this has been the 25th anniversary season. How much fun has it been for you to see, uh, you know, some of the uh, the old faces back in town and to be able to look back at some of the, uh, the memories from the Panther- Panthers' history? It's been so exciting for myself to see everyone, to see the legacy Saturday nights that we put together. We had the reunion with the 96 or the 93, the original team at the start of the year. And to see the players uh, come back, it's, it's 25 years later for me, and I have to pinch myself sometimes to, to think, wow, I'm still here. 25 years later, I go and do those learn-to-play clinics, and some of them are down at Glacier where we started practicing, and <laughs> just bring back the old memories. So uh, to just look back you know, over the 25 years, this place has been so special for myself and has meant so much to me. Uh, not only the Florida Panthers Hockey Club, but the community, the fans, and the people that I've been able to meet and the players that I've been able to play with. That's why I've stayed down here and embraced it. It's just a place that holds a special place in my heart and all the teammates and coaches that i played with. Billy, there are six different Panthers who could play in their 82nd game with the Panthers this season, and Riley Sheehan could play in his 82nd game in the National Hockey League this season, played part of the season with uh, with Pittsburgh. You played every game uh, a few times during your career. How important is that for a player to be able to suit up in all 82? It's really it's good that you get through the whole year and it feels like you were able to stay healthy and help your team out and every player likes playing in every single game if you're an athlete you want to be out there every single night to try and help your team in whatever aspect you can so shan and all these guys that have been able to to stay healthy and that's a it's a grind through the season and what 82 games teaches you if you're able to play that full season you're able to go through the adversities the ups and downs because it's not all going to be an easy road so you learn to adapt and get through those tough times, through those struggles. It's important for a pro, especially when you're you're younger and trying to fight your way through it. Uh, when you play all those 82 games, what it takes physically, what it takes mentally uh, to get the job done on a, on a nightly basis. Joined here by Billy Lindsay, radio analyst here for the Florida Panthers on the Florida Panthers Insider Show. Now looking ahead to tonight's game, the matchup for the Florida Panthers is the New Jersey Devils to close out uh, this season. What do you make of the matchup, and what do you think we'll see tonight at BB&T Center? For the Panthers, it's a couple chances to get some older guys back in there, and uh, I suspect McGinn will play tonight. Uh, Roberto Luongo will play his first game as a 40-year-old. That's going to be impressive. Uh, to see his number, so that's fan appreciation night to get Luongo back out. There's going to be be what he deserves, and for him, and he's been better of late. But the, the matchup doesn't mean much for either team. We talked, you're talking about it, the fan appreciation night. That's big for me because without this, without the fans down here, over the course of the years, none of this is possible. We've got a loyal base that has been with us and stuck with us, and hopefully they they continue to do that. And we hopefully can host the Stanley Cup one day for, for, for all the all the stuff that they've gone through and stuck with us through. So, to me, it's just uh, we'll have some some guys getting out there to play some games. We'll probably everyone's going to get a chance to play, and the fans' appreciation. Uh, I just want to extend my appreciation to the fans because they mean a lot, and that's that's what helps us down here. And that is Billy Lindsay joining us here on the Florida Panthers Insider Show. Appreciate the time, Billy. All right. Have a good day, guys. We'll see you. All right, that is uh, Bill Inns who'll be on the call tonight uh, for the Florida Panthers and the New Jersey Devils. And, uh, Doug, one last chance for all of our listeners to catch us across the radio network tonight. 
6.30 pregame, 7 o'clock face-off, Panthers-Devils fan appreciation night tonight, FloridaPanthers.com, Ticketmaster.com to get your tickets. And, again, we want to say thanks to everybody who's tuned in to the show, to the games all season long, everybody who's come out to the BB&T Center this season, everybody who's watched the games on Fox Sports Florida. We thank you all very much for your support of the Panthers. And that'll just about do it for this edition of the Florida Panthers Insider Show. Thanks to Aaron Ekblad and Alexander Barkoff for sitting down with Doug for some interviews that you heard on this program. Thanks as well to Bill Lindsay, who just joined us here. Also, thanks to our studio producer, Manny Chang, who's done a great job towards the latter half of the year. We still have one more show coming up next Saturday, so Doug and myself will be here for that. This has been the Florida Panthers Insider Show on the Florida Panthers Radio Network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.